Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is the Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? All right, tonight we're going to get into the nitty-gritty, just straight up out of the gates, Mr. Sean McKeon. So if you've been watching social media, the news, you know, wherever they're streaming information, we are seeing this crazy influx of drag queens coming out everywhere. Hmm. Like, what is up with this? This is crazy. Like, it's so interesting because, you know, when we go back to the 80s, you know, that's when the whole LGBT, before the LGBTQ community, the gay community, the queer community mm-hmm. uh, erupted. It came out. It was, it was becoming more mainstream. And then over the years, it grew. And then there was drag queens as well. I mean, I remember going to raves and there was drag queens in the, in the rave scene back yeah. in the early 90s and 80s. It was, that, it was like kind of a thing mm-hmm. around that time. And they kind of like, not, I don't know if it really disappeared, but it wasn't really that mainstream, mm-hmm. right? And then recently over the last, you know, 10, 12 years, you know, we had the LGBTQ community uh, um, expand. Uh, we got the Gay Pride Month. Um, then we got the Gender Queers. And then we had the non-binary and then the uh, gender fluid and you know all the different things and then all of a sudden oh and then the uh, uh, the transgenders yeah. right so you have all these different names and all these different uh, things going on we've been dealing with this in the high school for years mm-hmm. this isn't anything new we've been dealing with it right in the in the high schools with the kids that are going through this stuff and we've done so many shows on this but now all of a sudden mm-hmm. in social media there's this whole influx of like drag queens yeah and it's it's this is kind of where I'm getting not that I haven't been bothered, but I'm getting bothered because now more than ever is I'm seeing like before it's like, OK, people are coming out that they're, you know, they're gay or they're transgender or whatever. And we know that, you know, there's a lot of confusion and we know Satan's job is to confuse people about sexuality and just life in general. Mm-hmm. But what I'm getting really angry about now is what we're seeing with Disney, how they're they're putting this stuff in and they're trying to indoctrinate our kids mm-hmm. Netflix is pushing this agenda as well. And there's many other people. You got Target that's pushing this agenda now when you go in. You got the, the Pride Month, you know, section. But now what we're seeing is these drag queens are actually going into schools, junior highs, high schools, and they're they're doing a drag show, which is basically like being in a strip club, but dressed as a drag queen. But still, they're laying on their backs, they're spreading their legs, they're throwing, you know, they're doing all kinds of, it's like they're doing the splits, they're doing like, you know, uh, I don't even know, twerking, whatever, like they're yeah. doing like sexual crazy stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now, if we were in high school, okay, uh-huh. even when, when we weren't Christians, right. and we were in high school, and some drag queen came in and started doing their thing, we'd be like, what the heck <laughs> is going on? Even if we weren't Christians, right. like this is crazy. Like literally, the world has gone mad. And then just recently in Texas, they did that drag your kid to Pride or something, or drag your kid to 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 the bar or whatever it was. And they had a bar where parents were bringing their babies. Did you see that video? Uh, yes. Their baby. There's literally babies that are like six months, and then there's young kids that are like three, four, five, and six. And this drag queen comes out. And they're in a bar. The kids are there dressed up in rainbow, and the parents are there. And then behind the sign it says it doesn't lick itself, and and it's a gay club. And then on top of it, the drag queens are doing their strip club shows, and they're throwing money. People are giving money, and they're like, in, they're they're encouraging the kids to give dollar bills to these drag queens men. They're dressed as women, stripping. Like, what is the heck is going on? This is getting like bizarre now. Yeah. Like really bizarre. You know, you were saying, like, I mean, imagine us being in high school and something like that, you know, took place. You know, we were only in high school, like, 20 years ago, and it's, like, in this time frame, we're talking, we're not talking high school, we're talking, well, you just said, six months old, elementary school kids. Tell me what are the benefits of being in, basically, a strip club, that's what it looks like, a bar strip club or whatever, with a dude dressed up like a woman, dancing provocatively, like you said, throwing money at them, like, I, you know, like objectifying someone, whether it's a girl, whether it's the, the drag queen. In itself, it's just a, a horrible kind of lifestyle to, like, bring into the eyes and the minds of children. And we have to, there's so many things you can question. 
but one thing is like because you there is a purpose to all of it's a purpose all of it's strategic for sure and what's the strategy the strategy is to normalize everything the, 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 to see these guys, you know, dress up like girls and then they're talking to them, probably making the kids laugh, like maybe trying to make them see like we're, we're not like a bad thing or whatever. Maybe you're playing with the kids, communicating and making them laugh to make them seem like, oh, like accepting of it. And that's that's the goal. The, the yeah, goal is to make them be accepting. I can understand that. Like when they, I mean, I can understand the agenda if yeah. they were trying to do that. Where they were, remember how they would bring them in and they would have them read books to them, right? To normalize it. Yeah. But this is like they're doing strip <laughs> yes. shows. No, I, I get it. Laying on their back, opening their legs, and they're throwing dollar bills into their private area. I mean, this is insane. There's nothing more <laughs> to say than Ryan. Like this is like when it's like on biblical proportions. When you say when you look at some of the gnarly. Stories like in the Bible where the, the nation was about to get judged. Right. It was in scenarios like this. Whether it was Sodom and Gomorrah, whether it was the times of Noah. Right. The, the immorality was so deep, was so dark, that it was ripe for the judgment. And sexuality as a whole is something that the enemy really gets in a foothold in people's lives. And I think we're just seeing like a tidal wave of like what's taking place. You're talking about... You know, we're saying this, and it's just crazy even to talk about. We, you saw, you saw on, on on online. I've seen it, and you're like, this ain't really happening. Like, this is like has to be like hitting cameras around. Like, but no, it's serious. I think you realize that like, there's parents that are bringing their kids into these environments. Yeah, yeah. that's the trippy. To me, that's one of the trippiest aspects of it. Yep. We already know there's going to be crazy people in the world. There's always, like you said, even in the 80s, 70s, or whatever, there's always been. But to now spoon-feed your children lifestyles like this that is definitely debased, what benefit does it have for you and for your children? Okay, so real story that happened recently. I was flying down from Boise. And I was on a plane. Oh, wait. No, I was coming back from Mexico, actually. Mexico tour. And I was fr- flying from Mexico, Puerto Vallarta to LAX. And I was sitting next to these two girls, ladies. And I'm talking to them. Turns out one's the mom and one's the daughter. And what, the daughter is, um, she's a nurse at, like, Long Beach Hospital or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, nurse. Good job. You know, she probably has her head, you know, on her yeah. shoulders straight. <laughs> and then the mom and as I'm talking to the mom, I, I, you know, we're having a conversation throughout the whole trip. And then um, I have internet on there. And all of a sudden, like, I pull up my Instagram and that video comes on from that Benny Johnson guy uh-huh. on Instagram. And it shows the drag queens and all that. And it was a drag queen, actually, in a high school. Wow. In, like, in an assembly. And I go, I go, and I just want to see what they said, right? Because when people look at me, I got long hair and I'm, I'm a skater. So they think I'm a, like, you know, they can think I'm a liberal. Like, yeah. you know, they don't look like a conservative, right? Yeah. So they, uh. I go, hey, I go, I go, hey, check this out. That because I want to see what they said. Yeah. Because even like I said, even if I was in high school, not a Christian, I'd be like, dude, this is wacky, yeah. straight up. So I go, hey, I go, did you see this? I go, they had a drag queen at the at this high, at the school, and and then these, she's dancing very provocative, like dirty. And I go, look at this video. This is this is pretty crazy that they had this guy here. And they go, oh, I love that guy. Is that so and so? Like they knew, and they were like, oh, and I'm like thinking, you guys. You don't think, and this girl was younger. She was like 20 in her, like, you know, mid-20s yeah. nurse. And I'm like, you guys don't think this is, like, sick? Like, that this drag queen is yeah. dancing dirty in front of all these high school students. Like, and, and they're like, they were just, like, for it. Yeah. Like, dude, the world, and that just goes to the conditioning of the world of the years of yeah. watching dirtiness on TV, yeah. the dirty jokes, and the progression of this, of, I mean... This has been years and years and years of programming and dumbing down and numbing people to the filthiness. Yeah, I think um, when we look back, let's just look back at the last 10 years, uh, maybe last five years or whatever, and you've seen this progression of stuff, right? So there was people that were up in arms years ago about um, those that wanted to have bathrooms to be together, guys and girls, uh, locker rooms, guys and girls, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You see all of this kind of stuff coming up, and then there, there, that's what happens with the stuff. There's always a progression. Things get a little bit more crazy like this. Then you start allowing other aspects that gets to what we're talking about right now, which is just total depravity 
uh, total darkness. And, you know, to think like, I actually saw some posts too, where it's like some people that aren't Christians, but they're looking at it as like, like a statement on it's like, this nation needs God. Like, yeah, even there needs, to be, there yeah. needs to be like a change, like something's yeah. up, yeah. you know, because from the perspective of us, even like being back in the days of growing up and not walking with God, not having that perspective and being filthy ourselves. But there were levels on stuff like like this. And now um, you're seeing it become normal in so many ways. If this has happened up to this point in the last five, seven years, what's going to be happening here in the future? It just seems like things are on overdrive right now. Yep. And I, I think it's like we go through the different emotions, right? One is like, dude, you're frustrated, you're angry because, like, whatever. Then it's also like from the perspective of, like, I mean, we do ministry. We, we understand the heart of men. We, we understand that sin, you know, leads you in bondage and anybody can come to the Lord. So seeing, like, the, 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 the emptiness that is found in all of these people, the ones that are the drag queens themselves, to the parents that are being foolish and bringing themselves, like, what does our nation become? You know, because if ever you want to see a, a move of God happen upon a nation or upon a people, it's acknowledging, like, dude, we've gone too far. Yeah. Like, the sin is real. Like, yeah. I don't, even for those that don't know anything about the Lord, don't know anything about the Bible, whatever, you might not say it's as sin, but you might be like, whatever's happening right now, like, is dark. Yeah. And, you know, it can't continue to go on like this. Well, you know what? The other thing, too, is when you think about what these guys are doing, like the, what, what's that one guy that was chasing that one dry queen? Oh, the prime, they call him Prime Stein. Prime Stein. Prime Time Stein prime or something like that. Prime Time on Instagram. Yeah. He's like chasing that one drag queen out of the school, and he's like, hey, you sicko. He's all, how does it feel to be dancing naked in front of kids? Like, think about this, too. These are little kids. This is pedophilia. Yep. Like, you can't just have a stripper girl. Like, okay, let's just say, let's throw a, st a stripper in there. Mm -hmm. You have a stripper go into a school in those outfits that they're wearing mm -hmm. and go and dance and spread their legs and do all these different flips and doing all this mm -hmm. provocative sexual acts. They wouldn't allow that in a school. No. And then you can't take your kids to a strip club with a, a girl dancing like that. But why is it okay to have, like, drag queens and guys in this whole, that look like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, yeah. what is what is the whole agenda right now? What are they trying? They're just trying to literally corrupt and demoralize and destroy just the, the, the what's between a man. I mean, boy, before between a boy or a girl. Mm -hmm. They're trying to just destroy all of it. It doesn't even make sense. And it's to the extreme. Like, there have been many people yeah. that have been either blocked online or had some of their stuff brought down by saying the simple statement yeah. that there's only two genders, yeah. male and female, mm -hmm. and that's become a controversial statement. Mm -hmm. It really sh it really shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be a, a matter of opinion. It should be a matter of fact. Yeah. You know, and that's why like we at, that are Christians now like and understand like and this is we, this is what you have to understand. Like the perspective that we come from from a biblical perspective. Yeah. It's not we're trying to hate on anyone. It's it's this reality that God doesn't make mistakes, that God created men, he created women, and he, he has a purpose for each one of them. And he had purposely made them different from one another. And no doubt we live in a sinful world. Um, the enemy wants to corrupt. You said it earlier, confuse, and that's what's happening, right? And I think that uh, we said it a lot over the years, and I do think that there is a, a domino effect. I think the breakdown of the, the family home uh, is a big factor. I think people are growing up uh, in so many families that many of their families are divorced. They've seen, and this is what drives drives me crazy. On this, we were talking about like spoon feeding, feeding like the sexuality at a young age, but we're also in the realization of like how many people have been molested, and we get up upset about it, like and which we should, right? Mm -hmm. And many of these people are saying the same things. Well, do you think it's right putting kids and bombarding them with all these sexual things, like? that you are violating them, whether you're doing it physically, whether you're doing it mentally, like in their minds, like these things are going to seriously affect children in the years to come. Like there's no doubt about it. So not having that, like not even sensing that, not even understanding that and just allowing all of that into your brain, into your home, into young children's life. They're exposing them literally to, to pornography basically yeah. at, at these, by having this stuff happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's 
it's disgusting. But let's let's talk about and it, and it's okay to be to be angry because we have kids. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about my kids being exposed to this this garbage. This is insane. Let the kids just be kids and grow up normal. Not all be confused about all this. It's just it's it's literally wacky and bizarre. And mm-hmm. there's an, a, a serious agenda uh, behind it with the government and 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 the world. It's the new world order and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, it's it's, a, it's it's the antichrist generation that's getting all set up for him to come. And you know, Jesus. What did Jesus say? He says, uh, "But as the days of Noah were, mm-hmm. so shall also the coming of the Son of Man." So let's just look at that section for a minute, right? Yeah. This is right before the flood. Now, just like the days of Noah, they were evil, mm-hmm. evil times, right? Yeah. And now, even more, even just with this whole new craziness agenda that's going on, it's getting so evil and so bizarre. I mean, Satanism's even. I mean, now let's cross over to Satanism. Yeah. Now at these abortion um, rallies. Now, you know, as you're watching social media news, you're seeing that, like, Satanists are coming up, and they're praying. They're praying to Satan, and you have the Christians praying at these abortion rallies. So it's like the Satanists and the Christians. Like, so it will be in those days. I mean, the Satanists weren't coming out and being that, that public before. Mm-hmm. They would surface here and there. But now they're surfacing a lot. They're going in actually into the cabinets of, like, the Senate or, like, certain city meetings, you know, with mayors, and they're, like, they're able to go and pray. We've seen that on, on, yeah. on social media. So all the evil is, is becoming normal, and also even, we've talked about this years and years ago on the radio show, but, you know, the pentagram became trendy. You got Jay-Z, he was pushing, you know, anti, anti-Christ mm-hmm. and, and, and Satanism, and all these other bands. Nicki Minaj talks about, you know, she has, like, different personalities. She talks about she has, like, demons, basically, in her. So all this stuff. Then you have uh, 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 what's the guy that dated that Megan Fox, um, uh, uh, Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly? Kelly yeah. He's talking about. They're talking about drawing blood and drinking blood and cutting themselves and 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 doing you know demonic rituals and stuff, right? And like asking Satan to take over their their body and yeah. their life and all this stuff. So all this stuff through social media, through the music, through you know these rallies happening. Through the government chain, taking God out. I mean, dude, darkness, Satan is 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 coming in, and he's just flooding the place right now. And it's all in preparation. When you look at it from a biblical lens, Jesus said again, "But as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be." So it has to get like this. Yep. And I think it's going to get worse. Honestly, you know, I think it's going to get. I think it's going to get worse. And we have to be prepared and we have to, you know, we, we, I was talking to my wife and I was like, we have to be able to tell our kids, like we're living in the yes. days of Noah. So it's like, they can't just go and be at a, end up being at a school one day and coming home and going, Hey, I saw this. Like we need to educate. Hey, this was happening back in the days of Noah. Mm-hmm. You know, this was happening back in the Bible days of, of Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, even when you look back at even like during, um, King Manasseh's reign in Second Chronicles, for, forget what it was, 36 or something like that. You know, they were having orgies within the temple. That's how they would worship Moloch and Ashtoreth. Mm-hmm. So, it, honestly, like, none of this is really new. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Mm-hmm. But it is new at this time for us. It has resurfaced because America was founded on a, uh, you know, people leaving Europe, coming here from England and making this a, a country based on on God. Mm-hmm. But over the years and the corruption and everything that's going on now, you have this, this whole new movement over the last 10 years really surfacing and really taking the, taking the, the mainstream by storm and normalizing um, psychoticness. Mm. Yeah, you know, um, you're talking about the, the times of Noah. It's one of the things it says about that is that every thought and intent in the heart of man was continually wicked. And so it's just evil, evil. evil evil everything that the thought the lifestyle the immorality dominated the society in such a way that they were ripe for judgment you know we we talk about all this preparation you brought up some of those music artists i forget the dude's name but the the one rapper that had that song that did with billy ray cyrus that had that trendy beat a couple years ago about two years ago and then the next video he did is the one where it's like basically having sex with like satan like in that oh, video uh you know what I'm talking about. Is that about. one black dude? Yeah. Um, I, I forget what Little, little, uh, little peep. No, little peep. Little uh, something. 
forget. It'll come to me. Little Nas. Little Nas. Yes. Yes. So, oh my gosh, that video. So evil. So demonic. Like you, saw, I saw it for like five, seven seconds, dude, and you just feel the evilness coming through that. And the dude is like definitely deceived. There's no doubt about it. And yet, what happens? Playing baseball with the kids, like that song, the other song, the one with the Billy Ray Cyrus, because it has like a beat, like a good beat. So many kids have used it as like a walkout song, right? But you don't realize it's just normalized, dude, dope beat, you know? And then it's the next stuff. Oh, yeah, I know that's that dude. I like that song. And, and you just, before video, you yep. know it, you're like, oh, they, they accept that person, so therefore they accept what they're saying. Yep. And before you know it, all of it is just prepping. And, you know, this is what we have to real. I mean, we say this often, too, but it's like there's a battle between good and evil that you do not see. Yep. You know, like when you're when we're talking about these, the, all the things that we've been talking about up to this point, or when you're looking at politics, or when you're looking at stuff through media, like it's not the people themselves, it's not these people in their place, it's the the evil that is behind it, like the battle of good and evil. There, there's a war that's outside of time that determines what happens inside of time mm-hmm. and space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everything that's happening, there's a heavenly war. Like, when, even when we go back, you know, what happened in the Garden of Eden with mm-hmm. Satan. Well, first of all, let's go back to Lucifer himself. He was at the throne of, uh, with the throne of God and the, throne, and the uh, stones of fire. He was close to God. And the way God created him, he was a masterpiece. He, mm-hmm. was, he, was, he, uh, he was amazing, brilliant. He was, he was the light bearer. He was set in stone. I was, I was laughing the other day, thinking about how he was set in gold and he had all these different rubies. He was basically like an iced out gold piece for yeah. people's, like rappers, the pieces they wear around their mm-hmm. neck mm-hmm. or around their teeth. He's an iced out piece mm-hmm. of uh, what Lucifer was, right? And mm-hmm. he's a music machine. But then he got cast out. He waged war and he got one third of the angels to fight against God in heaven. But he was such a good fisherman and such a shiny object and such a deceiver that he actually convinced these guys to wage war against God. They raged war. They lost. They got cast down to earth. But now they're here on planet earth, and they're at war to destroy. So from the very beginning, their, their, their goal was to destroy, and now they're going to destroy mankind. And they're going to do it any way they can because they hate Satan, and the demons hate God's creation. Mm. And that's what we're seeing right now. Yeah. It's a war in the supernatural. That is influencing people in the natural realm in time and space. And what's crazy too is when you look at all the um, the mental health, right? What's up with all the mental health now? Why is why is everyone depressed? Why is everyone suicidal? Why is everyone on on painkillers? Why is everyone on antidepressants? Because all the garbage in it's going to make you lose your mind. That's mm-hmm. what people. That's happening. People are literally. They feel bipolar, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's demonic, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that people, everyone has demons in them. Some people do, and a lot of people just are oppressed. Mm-hmm. When, that. You, when you, you know, in the book, uh, what was it? Oh, it's Judges, the book of Judges, right? So when the children of Israel go into the promised land, they're going into the promised land, and Joshua says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve God. And then as you go, go through the book of Judges, which is the next book. It's one of the most the darkest one of the darkest times of the nation of Israel's history. It says that after Joshua's generation died, there arose another generation that did not know God, and everyone did what was right in his own eyes, right? So there was nothing led to a conviction because there were no godly principles any longer. Um, there wasn't that that godly heritage uh, that they had in their own personal lives, and therefore. Everybody was led by the dictates of their own heart, and it was continually evil and continually wicked, and it was a lot of dark times. You see that, like in the society today. When you remove the the moral framework, when you remove morality from so many platforms, and you bring all these other things of acceptance to the extreme, to coddle, I think, sometimes people, like kind of make them feel comfortable in their lifestyles, whatever they choose. They don't want to offend anybody. And, and therefore, you just make a smorgasbord of all this immorality. But it, it, the, there's an end game to it. The end game is it's loneliness, man. It's brokenness. And you see it on, dude, just about every level where you said, you said the mental health um, crisis thing. Like I saw this commercial the other day that stood out to me. 
and you can tell it's this person that, you know, young girl, looks like, you know, battling with weight issues and all this kind of stuff. But all she's talking about is how much her antidepressants help her to make her feel happy. And this is the way of life. It was like a weird commercial, you know, and it is happening. Younger kids more and more are being prescribed um, prescription medicine to the extreme and things make you feel off. Um, there's also a danger of not dealing with consequences of stuff. When you when you mask like consequences of stuff, or you just try to make yourself feel better, eventually there's a day of reckoning, and that's why people are going through all this turmoil, this anguish. Wait, I'm not supposed to be ha- like happy every day. Things don't always work out for me. Um, you're taking away adversity from kids and people. These are problems as well, and so. I I just see our society as a whole um, because in the midst of confusion, I know we started by talking about the sexuality thing, and I think that is a big thing. But I think that the confusion mentally is what's causing so much more depression. I saw a number the other day as how, and we saw this, we were talking about this during COVID time where people were so isolated and they're not in school no more. They're not playing their sports. They're not out and about with their homies. They're, Faces are covered, how there's going to be a depression. And it happened. It's happened. Depression, loneliness, suicide rates going up. And we are seeing the residual effects. We're seeing the aftermath of what took place there. And now things are just continuing getting darker and darker. Yep, 100%. You know, when, when, we're, when we're talking about all this stuff and looking at how these guys are, this agenda is to come after our kids. It's, it's literally to come after our kids. Yeah. And I'll, I'll quote Hitler. Uh, we've talked about this before on the show. He says, if you get the children, you get the nation, right? Mm-hmm. You get the future. Yeah. If you get the children, you get the future, and that's what they're going after, to desensitize them and to corrupt them and tweak them out, basically, in their minds. And this is why we're seeing all these effects. And then, But if we look at what Jesus says, which this is really scary for the, you know this agenda, is Jesus says in Matthew 18, 6, it says, if anyone causes one of my little ones uh, – if anyone causes one of the little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be thrown into the depths of the ocean or the sea. That is gnarly mm-hmm. because when you think about it, he's literally saying if you corrupt or you stumble or you hurt, you do anything to get these guys astray, it's better for you to put a millstone. A millstone, I don't remember how many hundreds of pounds or thousands of pounds those millstones are. But they were to crush wheat and, and to smash um, food and to grind it down. And he's saying, yeah, you should throw that. It's basically like, make, like the mafia would th- make you a pair of cement shoes and throw you overboard, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's what he's saying is it's better for you to just throw yourself overboard and drown yourself because mm-hmm. you're going to get dealt with. Mm-hmm. And that's what's gnarly. But the deception, you know, but when you look at this group of people, I'm not saying the, 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 the drag queens. I'm just saying this whole – agenda it's demonic that's influencing these people and deceiving them to make them think that this is actually hmm. uh, a good thing and the one guy when he was calling out that one one drag queen for after performing in front of the high school students he's like you're sick or you doing in front of school he was getting pissed yeah he was he was getting mad because he's like you're a sickle you're dancing naked in front of kids and then that's a reality check like you thought you were all just performing but no you're, that was that was sick, and he it was like it was like breaking through to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it's crazy time. But you know, we're gonna be going to a break right now. But I want to talk about on the flip side, how do we as Christians uh, deal with this yes. stuff? You know, because um, this is again it's spiritual warfare. So I want to talk about the armor of Christ that Paul talks about. We kind of want to break all that down and, and dig into that because we, we address the issue. Uh, but now let's talk about how to deal with it moving forward as Christians to live in this time, in the last days, during, you know, the, the beginning of the days of Noah <laughs> or in the middle. Who knows? You know, only God knows because you'll know when he, when he sends his rapture if you were in the middle of it or at the beginning of it or at the end of it. But we're going to be coming back in about 30 uh, or we're going to go to break in about 30 seconds. But please go to YouTube and look up some of our films from the whosoevers.com of us bringing the Great Commission um, or go to the whosoevers.com and uh, check out the movement. We have products, we have uh, radio shows, we tour, uh, we have all kinds of awesome stuff. But find out about our ministry. Um, our mission is the Great Commission. So we'll be back uh, in about two minutes right after break, and we'll continue with Sean McKeon and myself. Peace. 
more of The Ryan Reese Show. Coming up, post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Montana to Great Falls. Are you sure? Yeah. We're going to pick up Sonny. He's the co-founder of the Whosoever's Movement, so this is going to be sick because I haven't been on a Whosoever's tour with them forever. We can't get into schools. Let's, let's just go to what we know, skate parks and whoever will have us. This is a tour in the middle of a pandemic, so these are the uh, obstacles that you're going to run into. This is our only last day to get the word out for kids. Because tomorrow, yeah. if they don't know it's tomorrow, then they ain't going to be able to make Absolutely. it. We're going to get the flyers out to them today, and that goes down tomorrow. The whole community of, Mont- of Great Falls, Montana is going to come out. Everywhere we go, people have heard about it. It's been all over the news, and they all said we're rolling out. With the way y'all talk to us today, it seems like y'all really understand what we go through, you know. Now, back, back to the Ryan Reese Show. Right before the uh, break, I've been on the air with uh, Sean McKeon in studio. We were just talking about the insanity that's happening in the world right now. It's like the days of Noah. And we don't know if we're at the beginning of the days of Noah, in the middle, or at the end. But I personally believe it's going to get worse. Yeah. I'm not trying to be the bear of bad news. I just want to be realistic here because it was very evil in those days, and we are just seeing the effects of what's going on through social media with these drag queens strip dancing in front of kids, going to the high schools, and that's just the least of what's going on in the world. Uh, right now there's famines. I don't know if you heard about that chicken farm getting burnt up, like 10,000 chickens or something. Um, there's actually emergency food, like four different emergency foods that got burned up. We know the supply chains are all jacked up. Um, you know, we were talking about, is America going to be judged, right? And I think that this is all part of, of the judgment. You know, we've always been a, a country of, of, of a lot, mm-hmm. of, a lot of everything, money and, and opportunity and, and, and just, you know, clothings and items and big screen TVs. It's like you go to New Zealand and you, you tell me you have a, a 60-inch screen TV. They're like, what, mate? <laughs> like, they blow their... My friends that come, you know, they blow their minds when they come to America when they see our, our big screen. You know, these other countries, they don't got these big screens. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we do everything big. You know, it's like Texas, right? But I believe that this is part of the uh, the judgment, man. This, this things are happening, and we got to be prepared. And how do we... How do we prepare ourselves? How do we prepare ourselves? I'm sorry, I can't speak right now. I, I, I uh, did three You're Bible. You're busy, man. You got I a lot did, of stuff going on. I did uh, three speaking engagements in one day, and uh, a little slow right now. And I drink a, a couple pots of coffee, still not doing anything. But to prepare, Sean, um, Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, known as the armor of God. You know, um, before Paul gets into breaking down the armor of God, what he does is he kind of breaks down with the problem. The first half of the show, we kind of broke down what the problem is that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. And principalities, powers, rulers of darkness is just speaking of the demonic realm. That's what you're up against. Yeah. The, we, Ryan and I talked about it earlier. It's like a battle between good and evil. There is a spiritual warfare that, you are, that we are all facing, and it comes in many different, it, it impacts in many different forms. It could be on sexuality. It could be on the, the suicide thing. It could be on... Uh, the depression that's stirring up, and yes, famines and the things that we're battling with. I mean, here in California, I mean, gas prices seriously, and this is an exaggeration, is on the average of six fifty to seven dollars a gallon. You know, uh, when we started driving, it was like a buck something, and when just a couple of years ago, it was three, two, some something at, at times. That's a big. That's a, doubled. That's a doubled. lot of money. That's impacting families. That's and most like, people are living month to month. Yes. So you, you double the gas, that just put you negative. It puts you negative. And so all of that stuff, what does it do? It causes, like, pressure. It causes frustration. Then you're seeing all the stuff that we're talking about, like, how do you deal with these things? And so Paul addresses, hey, we're in a battle. What are you going to do? Yeah. Just like if you were going to go into a battle for, in a war, you get prepared you get um, you go through um, boot camp and everything that you have to do. Prepare yourself for the combat that's ahead. So you have to be ready. The first thing that Paul says is that you must put on, uh, gird your waist with truth. It means you must walk in truth. 
And that is what we're seeing in our world today, Ryan, right now. There's a battle for truth. And because, and when I mean a battle for truth, they're trying to remove definitions of stuff where... Um, they're trying to destroy truth. They're trying to destroy truth on so many levels. I mean... Because there's a war. Part of war is to destroy. Deception. Mm-hmm. Deception is a big part of war. You know, Jesus, when he talks about the last days, the first thing he says before he breaks down how everything's going to go in Matthew chapter 24, he says, be careful that you're not deceived right. because it's the tactic of the enemy. Because with deception brings fear, it brings confusion. And if you are fearful or you're confused in the midst of a battle, you are limited in your resources. You're not going to be able to react. And so that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to paralyze you with, with fear. So you have to walk in truth. Go ahead. I, I want to I point something out. In verse 11, it talks, you just, you just read it. It says, uh, put on all God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the mm. devil. Yeah. Let's just talk about strategies of the devil. You know, when I look at that, I just think about his names. Who is Satan, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he was this masterpiece in heaven. He was this armor bearer. We, we believe that he was a mu- music machine because the way he was designed, if yeah. you read the scriptures, he had built-in pipes, he had a tremble, mm-hmm. and he has his voice, and he was a music machine, and a uh, very beautiful iced-out piece of, uh, of gold and um, rubies. Mm-hmm. So he's, um, and he's a deceiver. Because he was, uh, he created a war. Mm-hmm. He was a, a very high-ranking uh, devil, mm-hmm. in uh, a high-ranking angel in heaven, and uh, a deceiver. So we know he's a deceiver. Satan, uh, Jesus says, Satan has come to steal. Mm-hmm. He likes to steal. He likes to kill, and he likes to destroy. So strategies, he likes to steal, kill, and destroy. The Bible mm-hmm. says he's the prince of the world. Mm-hmm. He's the father of lies. He's the distract. He's the dragon. Mm-hmm. Destroyer. What are some other names for him? Accuser of the brethren. Accuser of the brethren. So these oh, are his strategies. Yeah. We just look at his names. These are the strategies. The condemner, mm-hmm. right? Slanderer. Slanderer. Yes. Um, so so it says here in Ephesians. It says, "Put on all of God's armor, so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil." His strategies are exactly what his mm-hmm. names are. Yep. And then. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, so they're invisible, but against evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Mm. Satan and his demons, they don't eat and sleep. They continually plot to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm. So how do, we, how, do we, uh, how do we get ready for war? And I always think about that movie. You know, I'm teaching a study right now. It's called uh, The Light That Leads to Life. And I'm using this illustration in this study about the 300. You know the movie, The 300, these Spartans? Um, These Spartans had on all their armor. And when they found out the Persians were going to come into Sparta to steal, kill, and destroy, and rape, and pillage, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And capture, which Satan wants to do. He wants to capture you and keep you in bondage. They go down, and they say they're going to come through Hell's Gate right there. And they're like, we're going to meet them. The, the Spartans, you know, they're like mm-hmm. highly trained warriors, and they got all their armor on, every piece of their armor, and they're like, we're going to meet them, and when they come, we'll be ready for them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, they're not even wavering, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but when they meet them there, they lock shoulders, they have all the armor on, and they start fighting them. But if they didn't have their helmets on, they would have got killed. Mm-hmm. You know, if they didn't have their shield, they would have broke rank, and they would have taken out. But they were able to stand their ground and stand firm, mm-hmm in war because they had all their armor on and that goes for us too if we don't have if we don't have our, our helmet what was the helmet stand for it's uh the shield of faith and then the arrow or the shield is the to stop the fiery darts from the devil right yep. and we know those fiery darts is he likes to shoot lies and deception into our mind and confusion as we were talking about fear doubt all that stuff that destroys our mind now those spartans were, were war machines um navy seals are war machines Green Berets, war machines, you know, all these high-end mm-hmm. Army Rangers, you know, et cetera, war machines. Um, I mean, you've got the SWAT team, you know. You've got all these highly trained people that, mm-hmm. are, that are ready for war. And how can you disable one of those gnarly Navy SEALs or Spartans? You get their mind. Mm-hmm. Once you have their mind, you're done. And that's what Satan is doing. He's the king of mind games. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. He messed with those angels' minds in heaven. Mm-hmm. He got into their head and deceived them to make them actually think that they had a chance against God in heaven. Yeah. 
right? You know, there's a an illustration. You're talking about war, and there's an illustration your dad always gave. Uh, obviously, people know that he fought in, in Vietnam. He saw a lot of action as well. And he talked about what the enemy would do is that they would put speakers in uh, where they were at, like in the jungle. And they would say things to them overnight to get into their mind to bring fear to them. And your dad would say that they would say this, hey, to, uh, tomorrow, Marine, you die. Marine, tomorrow, you die. Oh, and it would shoot. cause them to, to try to cause them to have fear. And your dad said that they would use that to just kind of motivate them the next day. But it was wanting them to doubt themselves, doubt their ability, doubt their skill. And it's, it's a, a tactic. You're not, we're not just making this up. This is a, 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 a tactic that from all levels, um, war generals are able to say, we bring fear, we bring doubt, we, fear, we bring fear, and we paralyze them. They're not able to uh, attack properly. They doubt themselves. They don't walk in the confidence of the strength of the armor, mm-hmm. the weapons that they have. Mm-hmm. Then we got them. Well, if you hear enough, you start believing it, right? And right. if you if you're hearing lies constantly, you're going to start believing it. Just I mean, look at the culture. They just they mm-hmm. you know the, the constant programming. But this is why we have the Bible. The Bible is a, a lamp to our feet, right? It's it's the Word of God is the lamp to our feet. So as we walk in darkness, this dark world, the Word of God will be the light and show us what path to take because it is truth. Mm-hmm. It will show us so we don't get derailed. And and if there's any lies, we're able to get the lies or whatever. You know, even if you don't know if it's a lie, whatever you're hearing from your screen time or your music, yeah. the news, whatever it is, whatever's coming in your mind, you got to get that and you got to bounce it off what the Bible says. And that's how you're able to navigate. And that's, what the, that's why the scripture says the word of God is a lamp to our feet mm. because it shows us what path to take. We're walking in darkness. We're in this dark world. If Satan is the prince of the world, then we're, this world is dark, as you can clearly see what's going on. But we walk. We are children of the light. And we have the Bible, which is the Word of God, that is a lamp to our feet. And that's how we navigate through this earth. You know, you talked a lot about, you said various things. You talked about the sword. You talked about the helmet. Like, the helmet, uh, it speaks of the helmet of salvation. And it, what does it do? It protects, from a practical standpoint, the helmet, what does it do? It protects your brain. Right. It protects your head. Uh, but also from a spiritual sense, it protects just your mind, your thoughts. Yeah. And, and that's where the enemy comes in, like we're talking about doubt confusion you talked about screen time we've talked about this so often you you said this back in the day when you used to first start speaking that um that your brain is like like a hard drive and like you continue bringing filth it's not about living by rules and regulations oh i can't do this i can't do that but you got to ask yourself the question you've already put so much filth and garbage in your mind for so many years and you know it's it's like you need like a cleansing, a washing of it. But if you cleanse it and wash it, and like you got peace, and then you bring in more garbage, more pollution, you're not going to be able to think properly. A perfect example is this is all, this is kind of a funny side to this, but you know how you know me and you will be hanging out or whatever, and all of a sudden someone sings some some song. Like, uh-huh. We'll say something like just something random, like uh, maybe like new kids on the block, like. Step by step. Like yeah. you, say, you sing some like catchy song from the 80s, yeah. and all of a sudden that's in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it stuck engraved in your brain, and all yeah. of a sudden you're like walking through the street, <laughs> and all of a sudden you sing, or you're singing some Whitney Houston song that someone like came by and like said some stupid song, yeah. but your brain, it just picks it up and programs it. Yes. But on the, that's, that's on the funny note of things, because uh-huh. your mind, it just picks it up and it just programs it. Next thing you're just saying it. But then, and I'm just using that as a ridiculous example, but on more of a, a serious note, you know, it's that saying garbage in, garbage out. Your brain will pick it up, mm-hmm. and you watch it, and it programs it. How many – I can remember the first porn scene I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. When I was in, like, first grade or, – or not first grade. It was, like, second or third grade or something like that. Those mag- I remember those first magazines. I mean, I remember – I can still remember that stuff in my mind. I mean, thank God a lot of it has, has disappeared, but there's just a lot of content still in there if I think about it. You know yeah. what I mean? And, but that's the cool thing about the Word of God, though. Is you know you reap what you sow as you if you as you sow the word of God you're reading it you're you're washing your mind like literally when it says you know wash your mind with the word of God like that's what you're literally doing you're washing your mind with the word of God because the Bible says that you'll make all the old things pass away and all things brand new so you got to replace it the the bad the filth with what's good mm-hmm. so you got to stop putting filth in but then when you look at what's going on with culture that people that aren't Christians dude they're just getting bombarded mm-hmm. by craziness mm-hmm. filth day in day out and it's just 
garbage in, garbage out. It's becoming normal to mm. them. Yeah. They're not yeah. shocked anymore. When you look at, and we talk about it often, right? So it's like our phones and our iPads and all that kind of stuff, your media. You have, I was talking to this about a close friend of ours uh, the other day of like, same thing you said, like back in the day, you'd have to get magazines, you'd find different stuff. But now it's just like, you can go, you hit the wrong thing, you hit just the wrong the hashtag. News. Or dude, you're going to some crazy stuff real quick. Like if you're not, not careful. And guess what? Now, if you hit one of those things, now it thinks like you want to watch that. So now it's going to send you more stuff. Mm -hmm. We talked about a friend where their kid was playing like a, a kid's video game. It was like Sonic the Hedgehog. It was one of those kind of things. And in it, some weird kind of sexual image came in. And he caught it real quick. His kid didn't see it. And he cleared it. And he was like, dude, you can't mess with this. Can't mess with this. I, that old thing that, that Clay Crawford, I think it was Clay Crawford. or one. Of, I don't know if it was him or uh, Opal that brought it up. Is like. Would you send your kid to like a house like with a bunch of prostitutes and drug dealers or whatever? You're like, of course not. But it's like when you leave this like just to just a children, phone, yeah. just go in their brain. Well, not just for the children, for you, right? Yeah. If you're an adult and you're just letting Phil just think and go in and out, and it's just like it's it will impact you, um, and that's why you don't want to play with the things of the enemy you don't want to put, put unnecessary filth into your mind and if you do like okay i'm gonna close that look cleanse my heart cleanse my mind and just learn from it instead of because it's a demonic pull like the enemy if you start battling with pornography or whatever you want it to get rid of it there's a demonic pull that happens in it and so you want to be very mindful of these things only because it brings you into bondage it puts you in a place of the attacks of the enemy and there's like depression, there's oppression that takes place. And so what I see a lot, Ryan, with like young people, and I've seen this a lot, and you've seen it as well. Um, it's not just like the demonic oppression. The fact that we can get, there's so, like when we were back in the day, like in the 90s, our communication, like there was pagers, right? There was, you know, call from home or whatever you meet. But now you can access anybody at any time. Text them all night. You can call them all night. And everybody has their group text and, you know, but after a while, like if you have like a bunch of buddy guys just talking trash or whatever, but young kids are doing this, talking trash to each other, but then someone gets offended or now it goes a little bit deeper, then they start bullying these kids or it, maybe they put them on blast. They take something they said and they share it with all their friends. The warfare that goes into their brain and their mind, oh, yeah. it is something that impacts them. Some people have been led to suicide because of these things. Yep. Um, and that's why the mind is so powerful. So you want to be really make sure, as the Bible says here, that we put on the, the helmet of salvation, that we stick with the peace and the rest of the sound in the Lord and not allow corruption to come into your mind. 100%. Yeah, I know. As you're talking, I'm thinking about, man, how that affects so many kids. I mean, we've heard of, of kids getting bullied from stuff that was said and, and shared and or like a nude photo or whatever, and then they commit suicide, or it's just mm -hmm. oh my gosh, just just crazy stuff. We need to really, uh, we need to really protect. We need to really protect our kids, and we live in this world, and you can't hide from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the best thing to do us as as Christians and, and parents, and you know, even if you're single or we're just just a Christian, is we are in the world, you know, but we can't partake of yeah. of the world. We have to really just. You know, like navigate. I mean, this, like I said, this isn't. Not, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. Like, who was that? Was that Lot? That was like outside of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. He was out there. I mean, these guys were there. They were living in this crazy wickedness. But you know, he had a relationship with God. But he, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was tough. You know what I mean? To to be that close to, to the craziness mm -hmm. and and even Noah. I mean, Noah was there. He was in the middle of all this craziness. But he, he you could do it. You can do it. And, and God gives us, basically, gives us the word of God so we can navigate through this. But the most important thing is not to hide from the world. The most important yeah. thing is to be filled with the Holy Spirit and, and look for opportunities because at the end of the day, the world is looking for, they're looking for God. Mm -hmm. They're looking for peace. They're looking for hope. They're looking yeah. for salvation. Everything that's going, you got the monkeypox rolling around. You got the COVID <laughs> continuing yeah. upper and you got the inflation. You got the economy. You got the famine stuff kicking in. You got this whole agenda. Now is the most important time and the most exciting time biblically to see what Jesus said, the way the signs will be, the signs of the times, is that we got to reach people.
Yeah. I mean, the harvest is just – it's ripe. It's ramping up, and now is the time we need to protect our kids, our family, and learn how to navigate through this in truth and in love. But we need to reach people. Yeah. You know, and you could have righteous anger and you could stand up. Like when it comes to like stripping in front of kids, like this is like pedophilia. Yeah. Okay. So like there, there has to be a line, you know, if you want to go and you know, you want to be gay and do your thing and whatever, or you want to be transgender or you want to be a drug addict or an alcoholic or an atheist, whatever, everyone could be whatever they want. But when you start trying to indoctrinate kids and, and doing filthy stuff to kids and warping their minds when they shouldn't even be involved with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, now, you know, now we got a little problem here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And this is where we need to stand up as, as um, just people in America yeah. or around the world, you know, people around the world. But we, I don't, you don't have to be a Christian to stand up for this stuff. Like this is like sickening. Yeah. This is pedophilia. No, it is. And just, just in these few minutes that we have left, like when we talk about the arm of God, and I'm glad you brought up the part about like reaching out because it talks about the helmet of salvation, right? Protect your thoughts. It talks about the breastplate of righteousness, which is Christ's righteousness is like walking in the holiness of God. The belt of truth, meaning you walk in truth. The enemy wants you to walk in deception. He wants you to compromise, but you got to walk in truth. Sword of the Spirit, which is what? The Word of God. Understanding what God's Word says. Um, the shield of faith. Why? Because the enemy is going to attack you, and you have to, have, you have to walk by faith. But what you talked about, Ryan, is... The, the sandal straps, that he's talking about the feet of walking in the gospel. And that's, it's, that's, not, that's, that's being offensive, too. It's, it's proclaiming truth. It's sharing the gospel. It's sharing hope that is found in Christ. It is fulfilling in ministry. Not everybody is an evangelist, but everybody's called to do the, the role of an evangelist. And that's being able to communicate the truth that is found in the gospel. Because what that does is activate your faith. You know, when you stand for truth, and you see it because you've traveled all over around the world, you continue to preach and teach in all these different communities, it not only does it do a work in you, it impacts other people. And so you don't want to just be in a place where you're hiding from the reality of this world, but by the offensively, you're praying in the Spirit of God, and you're walking in truth, and you're sharing the gospel, whether by your life or whether by true words. I was thinking about that verse in, in Romans ten fifteen, and it says, And how can anyone preach unless they are sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet yep. of those who bring the good news. And that's us. We need to walk by faith. Mm-hmm. We need to stand firm, the Bible says. And we need to let people know that God loves them. Mm-hmm. And he has a plan for them. And we've got to meet them at the cross. It's, it's, very, mm-hmm. it's very simple. Um, uh, I was going to read that, this verse from Jesus. He said that uh, in John eight twelve, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, now underline that, if you follow me. So you have a choice, right? So he's the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. So we have that choice. What are we going to do? Are we going to walk in darkness? That's an option. Or walk in the light. But we have a choice. Jesus says, the highway to hell is broad. Many choose to go there. Because he says, if you want to, you can follow him. If not, the highway to hell is broad. Many choose to go there. Or the, the gateway to life is very narrow, and only few ever find it. Why? Because people are deceived. People don't want to make any changes. And they just want to go down that rabbit trail and follow the things of the culture. And, oh, everyone, everything's good. Everything's good. That old saying, if you don't stand for uh, anything, you'll fall for everything. Mm. And now more than ever, I'm seeing that the church is being challenged. Yep. Like, you have to stand for what you believe. If not, you're, you're just going to – right now it's getting yeah. exciting to see who the real church is and who's not. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because it's not going to be popular for sure. Oh, no, no, no. It's not going to be popular. This show is not going to be popular. What we're talking about is not going to be popular because you're going against the things of the culture. So uh, any last words? we got like two minutes left. No, I think that the, the main overview of what we talked about on this show is that, like, yes, there's a problem. Yes, there's immorality on just about every platform. Yes, sexualizing of, of young children, whether it's from the drag queen a- aspect or whether it's just, the, just being inundated with so much filth through media. It is what it is in this world. Yeah. We live in a fallen world. Like, like the days of Noah. Like the days of Noah, like, like Ryan said. But then what are you going to do? Like, are you going to hide from it? No, it's a reality. And so since it is a reality, put on the full arm of God, 
raise your children in the ways of the Lord. You got to be able to communicate. You got to be able to stand for truth. You got to be able to not compromise in your own personal lives so that you can speak life into your children or into the young people that you communicate with. That why truth, as Jesus says, shall set you free. Right. You know, truth is not always going to be popular, but when you stand for truth, you'll be set free. And when I said at the very beginning of the show, there's a war outside of time and space that is affecting what's happening inside of time and space. And that's all you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You're seeing what ha- is happening in the supernatural happening in the natural. Mm-hmm. And this is why all this, this back and forth of, of good and evil in the world. There's a yeah. war. There's a war for your soul. And Satan is the prince. But greater is he that's in us, Jesus Christ, than he that's in the world. Jesus Christ is the creator. In the beginning, he created all things. So when you remember to put that in perspective, he's the Lord of heaven's armies. Yahweh is his name. He's a warrior, and Yahweh is his name. And he has fire in his eyes like it talks about in Revelations, and his tongue is like a two-edged sword. Mm -hmm. So remember who you're dealing with. And going back to even in in what it says in Ephesians, uh, it says right at the beginning in Ephesians, uh, I had it right here written down. Um, It says... Final word, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Be strong in the Lord of Jesus Christ, who I just told you what he looks like and what, who he is, the Lord of heaven's armies, and his mighty power. His mighty power is the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And his Holy Spirit is in you and it's with you and the Holy Spirit power will come upon you and he'll flow through you and he'll use you. And it's called the spirit of life. So get in where you fit in, follow him, and he has an amazing plan for you. Go to whosoever's.com, get the past radio shows, go to our YouTube Type, uh, type in uh, The Ryan Reese Show, and you can watch all the past shows and book us for a tour. We will bring the Great Commission. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, Click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show. There's nothing in this world that he cannot do if we truly allow his love. We can do nothing without him. Anything that we do apart from him is not something that's permanent. We all need his grace. That's everybody. We are all broken people on our way to a place that we believe is is waiting on us in heaven. You can find more of Bridges with Monica Schmelter at lifeaudio.com. In Christ, we are all one family. Amen.